Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello, and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, and today I am not coming to you from the Quandle Studio. Today is field trip day for the Building PA podcast. Chris, you excited for this? I am excited. Yes. I like it. I like I like awesome. field trip days. We took the we took the show on the road, and we ended up at the Barry Isaac and Associates office in uh, good old Mechanicsburg. It is a really cool place. Awesome place. It is. Very it's really cool. good, and and I uh, love field trip days. Yes, we need more. We need more. Absolutely. <laughs> so if you're out there listening and you have a project or an idea or something, let us know because we'd love to come and visit. You know, we're out of the pandemic or at least we hope we are. Yes. You know, yeah. so maybe we could do more. I agree. I agree. So so last year or two years ago, maybe now, time flies, but we did a really cool construction job site. And then today the bar was even set a little higher. We're doing some construction materials testing here at, at Barry Isaac. So yeah, out there in podcast land, what do you got? You got to bring your A game. Give you us got, a good field trip. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. There's no pressure, right? No yes, pressure at no all. Pressure but at all. Th- thank you for joining us today. I am Chris Martin. I am president of Atlas Marketing and you can check us out at atlasstories.com and find out all the stories that we tell for people who build things. And what a better story to tell today than about Barry Isaac and Associates, right? Yes. What a great story. Yeah. And who do you want to, who are we talking to? We're joined today by uh, Nick Bauer and Aaron Burke. Nick is the project manager of construction materials testing, and Aaron is the marketing director. So thank you both for having us. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. This is fun. Aaron, you want to set the stage? Where are we? What's going on today? Happy to do so. (laughs) Barry Eisen and Associates, we're now in our 45th year of operation. We are a full-service, multidiscipline engineering and consulting firm. And today we're sitting in our Mechanicsburg office, which is one of eight offices uh, throughout ISIT. We are headquartered in the Lehigh Valley with seven regional offices throughout eastern and central Pennsylvania. What I like to say is that we can take your project from concept to ribbon cutting, whether it's every step of that way or one piece of that part of the project. And I think we're talking about one little piece, right? Although it's probably not little. Correct. It's it's rather important. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little and bit. rather impactful, yes. but it is one piece of a project. Yes, that is true. That is true. Impactful, interesting, cool stuff to see in person. And uh, Nick's going to talk about that now. Yeah. So. yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, get started here. I'll, I'll go back to, you know, I went to college. Um, I got a degree in geology, environmental geosciences. And in college, I had no idea that any of this existed. So nobody tells you this. I just kind of stumbled upon it. I loved it. So... I mean, we test everything from concrete, asphalt, masonry, rebar, steel, pretty much if we can figure out how to test it for you and then there's an ASTM for it, we'll try it. Yeah, that's walking through your lab and, and taking time to talk with you as well. I mean, not only do we know that you're passionate about this because it's evident because it, it, we know we're on audio, but you could see the smile on Nick <laughs> yes. when, he, when he's talking about this. It's amazing. But you mentioned concrete. So... One of the things you showed us in the lab was concrete testing. So can you kind of walk us through that? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one small aspect of what we do in the field. So our first job before a project even starts or before we're even out on a job site is just to make sure that we know those plans and specifications. So we're making sure that, you know, if the concrete contractor said that 
It's 4,000 PSI mix. We're going to take the ticket off the truck, make sure it's 4,000. And then we're actually going to test it. We're doing the slump, the temperature, the air, and then we're actually making the compressive strength cylinders. Mm -hmm. Um, And we cure those in a lime bath and make sure that um, they are going to come up to strength or might not come up to strength. Um, But that's what we're there to make sure that we're telling them. Unfortunately, everything's not rainbows and butterflies and sometimes concrete doesn't (laughs) cure. Um, And that's what we want to know because the the main thing of of any CMT testing is we're making sure that the products and everything that's used is done according to what that engineer has designed or spec'd out. And it becomes a loss of life. You don't want a building to collapse because a concrete, you know, strength wasn't the right one and they or they stripped forms too early and didn't allow it the enough time to cure. So when you're when you're talking about it, it seems like such a small piece, as you kind of mentioned, in the grand scheme of things, we're we're making sure that there is no loss of life and that everything is done accordingly and we're getting those strengths that we need and if we're not, we're trying to work through it and help out and see where we can, you know, okay, we got to run more testing or, or do whatever else we can to to help out. It's, it's really cool too. And, and just being here, I've learned a lot, but you just said a word that I've never heard before. Tell me what slump is. Please. <laughs> it's probably not the last time I'm going to say a word that probably is going to be like, I don't know what that is. Um, yeah. So a slump test. So it's, it's if you imagine um, a, like a metal cone. Cut, it's cut off at the top, so it's flat, and there's a hole at the bottom as well. So you fill that up with concrete, and you're doing it in three layers, and you're rotting the concrete 25 layers to make sure it's consolidated. And then you're actually lifting that cone up, and you're taking a measurement of how far that that concrete slumped from the top of that cone. What that's telling us is how much water's in that concrete. So if you're doing like a, a one-inch slump for concrete curbing, that's a perfect mix for that. That's what they want to see. It's a one inch. Make sure it meets specifications. Good to go. Now, if you get a nine inch slump and you're trying to pour curb, either the mix design's wrong or somebody added way too much water. So basically all we're looking at is how much water was in that concrete based off of that measurement. And that impacts the compaction of the concrete or the solidity? Um, So it would actually, it's going to impact the strength. So the more water you add to concrete, you're actually changing the mix design of that concrete slightly. So when you add that water, you could possibly your cement to water ratio, which is a a thing with making these mix designs, you kind of put it out of spec. And what would happen is if if it was supposed to be a four inch slump for that 4,000 PSI concrete and um, somebody told the, the truck driver to add a bunch of water to it, and we test it and it comes out at a nine and we make cylinders, potentially it might not meet strength or that 4,000, or it's going to take much longer to reach that strength to actually get to that 4,000 PSI. And everybody knows time's money. So if you're doing things like that, you could actually elongate the process of you know continuing on with building the building. Well said. So cool. So you took us back to the lab and we saw some, some tubs of water. Can you... Uh kind of explain that. So the concrete, once we make those cylinders in the field, so we're curing them on site. We use a method. It's it's pretty much across the board throughout. It's, we just use coolers. So concrete actually gives off heat when it cures. So in the wintertime, we're protecting them on site and they're in those 
coolers and we're making sure that they maintain a temperature so the water inside those cylinders doesn't freeze. And then vice versa, summertime, we're actually filling the coolers off the truck with the water, curing them in that water to actually keep the temperatures down. Once that initial cure is done, we just go pick up the, the cylinders, bring them back to the lab, and we actually strip the plastic mold off the outside. And then we put them in those cure baths. So what the cure bath does is make sure that it's cured at a constant temperature. Like you're not, you know, curing them outside in the 90 degree heat and the at nighttime at 65. Well, that concrete's following that same temperature. So we want to make sure that that concrete's at its optimum level of moisture and everything else. And we also use lime in those baths. And the reason we use that lime is because you don't want to leach the calcium out of the concrete. Um, it actually makes the concrete brittle. So to make sure that we're not doing that, we add the lime to the baths and then the concrete sits in there for seven, 28 or up to 56 days. Hmm. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, you do an awesome job uh, describing this, but this is a audio podcast. So, I mean, when it comes to clients, Aaron, is it, is tours part of the, uh, the agenda with you? And Absolutely. You know? We love to welcome guests and tours into our Capital Region Lab. Uh, we have hosted contractors as well as a number of associations that are dedicated to construction materials testing. Many of us learn best with hands-on or at least visual representations. Uh, and so it's very different when you're sitting in a conference room and someone's verbally relaying it to you versus the opportunity to come into our lab, see testing in action, much like Nick showed us earlier today, uh, to, but to be able to develop uh, future professionals in this field, um, having them come on board and, and take a look at, at what's involved in a construction materials testing lab. So cool. Plus, we got to see him break concrete, so that was cool. You don't see that every day. <laughs> you don't. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't want to see that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see that at all. Nick, t tell us a little bit. Aaron just mentioned, you know, bringing other people into the into the industry and helping people see what what actually happens in the, in the CMT lab. But what type of certifications or background do you have to have for this type of the part of the industry? Yes, I mean the the, the background we look for. It really doesn't matter what you went to school for. And and I, I try to tell people that as well is if you're interested in this and you have the want to learn this new trade and industry, we can definitely train you. And there's courses and certifications that are offered to get you to the point that you need to be. Some of the main ones that we look for is obviously ACI certification. So ACI is just the American Concrete Institute, and they're setting industry standards for how we test. And the main one that we want to see is grade one or level one ACI field technician. So that's the slump, the temp, the air. They're making sure that these technicians know exactly how it's supposed to be tested, why we're testing them and how that happens in the field. And it's really important because if you're not certified in that, we want to make sure that everybody's testing each building the same way. You don't want somebody's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't have any certifications and uh, someone gave me three days of training, threw me out here and said, oh, go, you know, go test some concrete. You'll be fine. Because if something happens, you don't know how they tested or were, were they two standards. Um, so this kind of puts a standard behind it and says that this person is knowledgeable and knows how to do this. And there's a lot more, you know, coming down the line. You know, we also use nuclear moisture density gauges. Um, so we have to be certified in using that. 
And a lot of it is rolling into these ICC certifications. So the International Code Council kind of has courses or classes um, that we can get certifications in. And that ranges from concrete again, uh, steel inspections, uh, reinforcing steel inspections, um, fireproofing, which I didn't even touch on yeah. prior when we were looking at stuff in the lab. But Next I mean, field trip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you took the words um, right out of my mouth. But there is so much stuff that uh, is involved that we can actually test and, and look at. And we're seeing this start to, in bigger cities that they're requiring these certifications. So like you know, they, they want to see that this person has one experience and they've been in the field and they've done this testing before. And then they also want to make sure that they're keeping up to date with their certifications or have those proper certifications. And, and it's a good thing. I know sometimes people think of it as, like, oh, it's more big brother looking over us and it's money and everything else. It definitely is to a degree, but it's also very important that we're all following these same rules and regulations to just make sure that things are safe and everybody's safe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you your kids go to schools. You want to make sure the school stands up. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. I mean, that's a pretty straightforward yes. ask, isn't it? <laughs> you know? yeah. Go for it, Chris. All right. <laughs> I have to I admit, I forgot what I, I was going to say. So we'll have there. to we'll have to edit that part out. Um, you mentioned keeping things safe, and and I know one of the things when we were going through the tour, you had talked about swing tests and something as simple as you know when you first said that, I should say, I I had no idea. And so tell us a little bit more about that too. Yeah, so this was uh, our our other office fielded a call, and they needed their therapeutic swings tested within their medical facilities, and this is something that uh, we have never done. And we looked at it and said, this is something we can do. Let's see what the ASTMs and we actually came up with a plan. So this is something that's very small in, in the, the big picture of everything. But they have these swings and they're hanging from the ceiling and it's to help kids focus, you know, during medical evaluate, whatever they're doing. But those have to be safe because you don't want somebody falling off getting hurt. So we actually came up with a plan. We bought a load cell and we figured out how to test these. We did our first one and you know now they're realizing that all their facilities need tested. It's an annual test that they need done and you know we sneak in there after hours so nobody sees us. We're in, we're out and we're giving them, you know, hey this passed, you're good to go or this failed. But again, it's something really small that is super important. And it's stuff, everyday things that people look at that you're like, oh, you know, I didn't even know that someone actually might have looked at this or, oh, that light post. I'm glad it didn't fall over or crack or something. But, you know, that's again, it's concrete testing, but we're testing it to make sure that that doesn't happen. It's funny because as you just said that, my first thought was, ah, oh, Barry Eisen Associates are the they when they say, they figured it out. They figured it out. <laughs> so now we know who they are. Yeah, that's yes, great. Yes, I like it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we spent some time on concrete, which was so cool watching you break the concrete, and then I guess there's eight different breaks. See, I was I was paying attention. Or seven, seven. Yeah. Actually, eight. You're eight. right. Okay, I was yeah. paying attention. Got it. All well right. done. <laughs> All right, I pass. But but there's also <laughs> soil testing you covered as well, part as part of the tour. Maybe, yeah. Can you maybe touch on that and explain uh, what you were showing us? Yeah. So uh, soil is another very important aspect. So obviously, all of our buildings are set in soil. We're on Earth. It's 
foundations are in the yep. ground. So that's what's holding <laughs> us here and that's what's holding the building up. So again, this is, goes back to specifications. So we're looking at what was specified for bearing capacity. So we look at it as, you know, we're one of the first boots on the ground. We're really out there when they're starting to dig holes and basically it looks like nothing. And we're out there, we're taking bearing capacity tests, making sure that it meets that requirement. Um, we're using that drop bar, niche drop bar, which again is probably my least favorite test. It's a, <laughs> it's a necessity, but at the end of the day, you're tired after using yeah. it and you're just like, I'm going to put that in the truck and I hope I don't see it for a week. Yeah. Like it's what, 10 pounds, I think. Uh, it's yeah. actually, I believe it's 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Okay, um, yeah, and you're dropping it at there's a certain distance that it drops and you're counting the blows that it takes to drive it in one foot increments. Yeah. So if it, if it's continuing moving, you just have to keep going and going and going <laughs> and going. So get that workout it, in. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a CrossFit out, yeah, uh, workout or something. But yeah, so we're testing that. And then we're also taking soil samples. Um, I mentioned the nuclear moisture density gauge. So that's telling us compaction. So these engineers are specking out, you know, if they're building a building pad and setting fill in and leveling out a site, to put a new building, they want to make sure that that stuff doesn't settle. So we're out there making sure that that compaction is taking place to 95%, 98%, whatever those specifications call for. Um, again, it's ASTM. So it's like ASTM D698, ASTM 1557. There's the words that you said. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, so there's more of that stuff. But, you know, that's, <laughs> okay. that's, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's what I always tell people. I was like, yep, yeah, but you're, you're calling the right place. We know what that is. Yeah. We'll look at the plans yeah. and specs. We'll get you what you need. But yeah, so we're out there, um, you know, and we're we're really becoming part of the construction team, which, again, this is stuff where I never knew this existed. And if you weren't on a construction site from day one until, you know, the last day, you probably would never see us or know what we were doing unless you came over and go, hey, what's that thing? You know, we're there. We're, we're working with these guys to make sure things run smoothly and again, time's money. So we want to make sure that they can compact this soil as efficiently and as speedy as possible. So we're working with, you know, the roller operator saying, Hey, you got 10 passes and we got compaction. Keep that up. If anything, you know, starts looking unstable, I'll, I'll let you know. You know, one thing, John, that I've heard today is or two things, actually, we, you're focused on safety and efficiency. Yes. And mm -hmm. I think that's a pretty big story to tell really, because yeah. again, before we came here, before I came here, I'd never no idea. And that's my ignorance. So I apologize for that. But at the same time, there's companies out there or a company like Barry Isett and Associates that can help really make sure that things are safe on a job site, mm -hmm. things are efficient and money is saved. And I can imagine that a lot of our listeners would be, you know, real happy to hear that yeah. if they're not yeah. familiar with it. Yeah, that's my takeaway. Yeah, well, I've learned, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really cool. As as Aaron said too, yeah. I mean, we have so many disciplines mm -hmm. um, in all the different engineering aspects. We all work as a team with each other. So sometimes um, I'll get a call for something, and they're like, "We just need somebody to go out there and take a look at this," or and you know, we can be those eyes and ears in the field for them. And then it's simple phone calls back and forth instead of having to get you know multiple people involved. So that that's one of the really things that I enjoy working here is one is just the the amount of knowledge and teamwork that goes in with, you know, each one of our departments and we can actually play off each other for all these different things. Yeah. That that is nice. Yeah. I like the one thing Chris mentioned about um 
safety, which is important, but then the other part, uh, efficiency. Talking about like the the concrete tester, you used to sub out, but now you wanted to be more efficient, and you brought it in house mm-hmm. and. Yeah, bringing in um, the con- construction materials testing allowed us, again, to offer more services to our clients to be a one-stop shop and ultimately move the project forward with efficiency. The goal is to you know stay on time, mm-hmm. stay on budget, and ultimately deliver a building that is safe to occupy once complete. Boom, that's it. I would ask you to mic drop, but yeah. no. yeah, you don't like that, right? <laughs> no. I, I have to say, I mean, in, in the, the field trip that we had today, it was really, really great. It was a great opportunity to learn something new. John, what do you think? I enjoyed it. I'd like yeah. to come back for round two. And yeah. when you get new toys, let us know. And we'll yeah. be here. And- well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We always love showing off the, the new stuff and the exciting things. So. I always say the lab's kind of like my playground. So yeah, <laughs> a lot of people don't understand what I do, but I get to play with rocks and dirt all day. So and break concrete. And, yeah, <laughs> and break concrete. So who wouldn't want that? How much better does that get? I know. Right. right. Well, uh, Nick, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today and really opening the the doors here in the Mechanicsburg office for us. And it's been great. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us featured on the Building PA podcast. Thank you for joining the Building PA Podcast. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.